So as much as so as much as um, as much as we are going to um, as much as in other words in in order for the neshamas to be able to receive this revelation at the end of the day there must be this limitation. Now, this limitation is going to be compared right to essentially the same concept that takes place with regards to when we go out of uh, Mitzrayim, right? There had to have been a, so to speak, a splitting of the sea. So in the future, it's going to be called the splitting of the river. There has to be this movement that there has to be, you have to go beyond, right? Something that is, so to speak, blocking in order to get, so to speak, to the other side. Right? So there's a certain sense of what is happening now that needs to be broken in order to be able to get through to reach a level that is beyond the level that we're talking about. So let's, let's see that what that means. It says like this, This is the idea of the Nahar, the river that's coming out of Aden. Now, <coughs> what we're saying here is that there's a concept of Gan and there's a concept of Aden. That's what we already discussed yesterday. The end, we also discussed yesterday, that there's a river that flows from Aden, and, so to speak, water is the Gan. So, by definition, you have something that's dividing the two. Because this river is acting as the pathway with which a Ha'ara, namely a ray, which is a limitation by definition, something that is mitzamtzimt, right, is able to go and flow into the garden. And therefore, in the future, so now, remember what we said. We have four levels. So to get to that highest level that we're looking for, which is the idea of right? In other words, to get to the point that Aden itself is shining, because like it says, as much as the Nevi'im were, were prophesizing, right? They were only prophesizing on the level of Yemosa Mashiach, level number three that we're talking about, right? So that level number three, despite the fact that obviously it's much higher than obviously Eilam and even Gan Eden, it's still not talking about the level of the Etzim itself. Aval Eden Ayin also, because like it says, the Eden itself, no eye has seen. Vahainu, what does that mean? Which is the main level that the Yavosu Shiach is trying to get to, right? So what we're saying is that that time, that's when we're going to get to the level of Aden itself. So how do we get to that level? In order to get to that level, you have to break through the, so to speak, the intermediary, which is, in one sense, it's giving over the ray, giving over the gilui from Aden. But on the other hand, by definition, if it's giving over the gilui from Aden, by definition, it's limiting, right? It's limiting, i.e., it's separating between the Gan and Aden. You got it? Okay? So he says like this, Come on, so Adyavor Amcha, Hashem Adyavor. So he, he makes a reference to what we say every day in Ajashia, right? Why does it have to bring two times Yavor? In other words, we're talking about Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. 
right? And we're talking about going over the sea or going through the sea, right? However, it brings it two words, two times. So what does that imply? This is the second, so to speak, the second uh, crossing over that's going to take place. Right, it says it's over the Nar Paras. Paras is the uh, Euphrates River in English, right? But we're talking about here, Shehua Nara Yotzeme Eden. This is referring to the Nara that's Yotzeme Eden. So the idea is what? The Kishem, just like Sha'achar Golis Mitzrayim, Bichte Lavola Kabbalah Satayra, Hayat Serichlios Abikia Bayam, right? So just like we had to make a, we had to make a break, we had to make a going through, we had to go through the blockage that was taking place. The first time when we went from Mitzrayim in order to get to, in order to get to, uh, what you call it, to Matan Taira, we had to break through. Now we know that the Yam is the concept of Malchus Datzilus, right? That's the idea. So there was an idea there of, on the one hand, there is a concealment, and on the other hand, there's a revelation. So the concealment is the idea of the Yam, right? So when you have a Yam, on the one hand. Right, like it talks about in many places in Hasidis, that you have everything that you have in the Yam, you have on dry land. Or everything you have on dry land, you have in the Yam. It's just that what happens when you look over at the ocean, everything is concealed. Right, you're looking out, and all you see is water. You don't see all the tremendous life that's happening underneath it. Right, that's the whole Chiddush of an aquarium. The Chiddush of an aquarium is that what? That you have a tremendous amount of life that's happening that we don't see. So what happens, you go to an aquarium and all of a sudden you have this window and, and you're seeing all this life and all this action that's taking place right, in an area that you could not see if you were, so to speak, standing on top of the, on, on top of the building or on top of the ocean, looking out at the ocean. Right? The same thing here. The idea is, is that there's a concealment right, of what's taking place. That's the whole idea of Malchus. Malchus is the idea, on the one hand it's concealment, on the other hand it's revelation. That's why Malchus is compared to speech. What is speech? Speech is, on the one hand, tremendous revelation. Right? In other words, if I would be standing here and thinking all the thoughts that I'm thinking right now about the mimer and not saying anything to you, it would be totally concealed. On the other hand, right, but my, by my speaking out something, I'm limiting tremendously what's on going on in my mind. Because in my mind, in my mind, I have all different thoughts. Right? But you're only hearing a certain number of those thoughts that have to be limited to specific words that are able to then come out and convey a certain piece of information to you. So now that's the idea of Malchus. That's the idea of, of Malchus of Atzilus. Malchus of Atzilus, on the one hand, what do you have? You have the parsa that's separating between Atzilus and the rest of Bia, right? Because Bia is the idea of, Briyatzir and Sia is the idea of the beginning of the concept of Yesh. Before Bria, you don't have a concept of Yesh. All you have is a concept of, yes, you have spheros, but no one's going to, no one's going to confuse the idea of, for example, Chesed of Atzilus and Malach Mechol. Malach Mechol who is the archangel of Chesed, who is living, so to speak, in Bria, its whole union is Chesed. But at the end of the day, he still has his own identity. Ayiz Malach Mechal. That's the concept of Yesh. In Atzilus, however, what do you have? You have Chesed of Atzilus. Chesed of Atzilus is, is, is a manifestation of Elokus. So Malchus acts as, on the one hand, it takes in all of 
the iris of everything that happened before it, and then it pushes it through to the next level to the world of Bria, or in, in fact, it, that happens in each world of Malchus. So in order for the Yidin to be able to, so to speak, be able to receive the Torah, they had to make a break through Atzilus, i.e. Malchus of Atzilus, to be able to get to a whole new level. Now what we're going to explain is, there's a question, once again, is it that, and there are two psukim that say the, like basically the opposite things, is it that they went through the Yam in the Yabasha, or is it that they went on the Yabasha in the Yam? Which means like this, is it that that which is above Malchus Vatilus came down to become revealed into the worlds of Biyah, or is it that the worlds of Biyah went up into, into the worlds of Vatilus? That's the question here. But either way you're going to look at it, right, you're going to see that there had to be a major change. Now that concept, which we're going to see as we're going to go through, is similar to the idea of the Neshama coming into a goof. And, and really, it's the same idea. It's really the same idea also as what's the concept? Is the concept that we should be able to, so to speak, bring a Hashem into this world, which is the idea of, let's say, mitzvahs. Mitzvahs is you're taking an object, right? And you're drawing it down into, right? You're bringing the, uh, recognizing the godliness in that, in that object, for example. So that's the idea, once again, of Hashem coming down into the world. Or is it the idea which is connected to tefillah, which is the idea of the entity, the soul, cleaving up to the upper world. So you have the same idea with regards to, for example, in, in davening, we say every day, right, for example, right before Marv, right, we say, right, uh, where is it? Hashem and Tzvakos is like, Hashem is like the soul and Tzvakos is like the body. So is it that Hashem Tzvakos Imanu Misgavlanu Elokei Yaakov Sela, right? Is it that we're drawing down Hashem into the world, right? Into, or the soul, into the body in, in order to right, bring out, right, a whole different level down here? Or is it Hashem Tzvakos Ashrei Adam Boteach Bach? It's cleaving up to you, holding on to you, which is the soul going out, Right? It's the same thing. We're constantly bringing these two ideas. However you're going to look at it, you have to have a break. You have to go to a level that is beyond what it is now. Now, let's see all this stuff in, the, in everything that we discussed in the actual world itself. Okay, so he says like this. Where am I? Uh, I spoke a lot outside. Okay, so he says like this. Right? So after, just like after Golis Mitzrayim, in order to get to the level of Kabbalah Satayra, there had to be this breaking in the sea itself, like it is known. The general idea of the Torah is the general idea of the Torah is the Hamshacha of Atzilus. What does that mean? Right, so the yam is the concept of malchus Right, and we know that the idea of the yam, like I just been discussing now for the last five minutes, is this idea of concealment of the ore of atzilus. Yes. Right, 
Kriya Sahalim. So in order to get to Matan Torah, there had to be this, this separation of the Yamsuf, namely the separation of the concealment of this light, of this, of this entity that's a concealing over where we need to be. There had to be this break. Because what it had to happen, before, before the idea of Matan Torah, you had Atzilus Lachud and Biyah Lachud, which means like this. Atzilus was one thing, and Biyah was another thing. And they were totally separated. So in order to be able to get to Matan Torah, you had to have a, 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 a connection between these two things. That's what needed to take place. You following what I'm saying to you? That connection between these two entities. So, oh, she had gili atzilus like I was saying to you before. Either you had to have atzilus coming down into bia. That's one way of looking at it. Oh, she bia yisalat about atzilus. Or you had to have the worlds of bia coming up into atzilus. However you're going to look at it, however, the point is, is that there had to be a con- connection between the two. Prior to that, Malchus of Atzilus is acting as a barrier, so to speak, between Atzilus and Biyah. And so therefore, as much as you want to reach to the level of Matan Torah, you can't reach to that level. It's impossible to reach to that level. Are you, everyone's with me? Yeah. So, so in the same way, we have to have the same situation happen in the future. That's what we're talking about here. Lavo is Pinimis like the idea of how to get to the level the way it is the pleasure of the king by itself in other words what do we say now we have a Torah but the Torah is all a, it's all based on based on something else remember our example yesterday with regards to the pleasure and we said that there's a pleasure that's concept of most pleasures are the concept of murkav namely it's riding on the back of something else Right? You have a pleasure, you feel pleasure in you. Why? Because you just ate this hot dog. You just ate this sushi. You just listened to this uh, music. You just understood this taisus. In other words, you're using something else to ride on the back of in order to receive this entity, to feel the pleasure inside of yourself. And then there's a concept called pleasure, which is pleasure ha'atzmi, which is just for being. The concept of being. The same way is the idea of taira. Taira you have nowadays, the idea of Taira. Everything in Taira, however, is so to speak riding on the back of something else. Now, obviously, there are different levels in Taira. But in contrast, what we're saying is in the future, when you're talking about when you're talking about the Taira that's going to take place, right, in times of Trias Amesim, now you're talking about a totally different level of Taira. Now you're talking about a level of Torah that is mamish from the etzim of Hashem Himself. It's not based on anything else. Are you following? Are you with me? So that's what he's saying here. So he's... So it says like this. This is the idea, in a certain way, that he's saying here, this is the idea of what's going to be in the future, that Mashiach is going to teach Torah to the Am. So you ask yourself a question, what does it mean that the Mashiach is going to teach Torah to the Am? I mean, think about it in terms of just Pail Mamish, how many different levels there are in people, how many different people there are, how many different, right? I mean, think about even in our yeshiva how many different levels there are, let alone in existence today. So how could you have one entity, one person, Mashiach, teaching Torah to everyone? 
So there has to be a totally different level. So essentially what we're getting to here is, and we're going to say in a minute, right? There's basically two concepts that we're talking about. There's the concept of Shmiya and the concept of Re'iya. Shmiya means hearing, otherwise known as understanding, and then there's Re'iya, okay? In the levels of Shmiya, in the levels of hearing, there's almost, you could say, an infinite amount of levels. In other words, the way I understand it and the way you understand it are very different, right? Because I'm different than you, you're different than me. The way each member of the class understands it is also a little bit different, right? And based on this level, compared to a different level, that's also different. And based on that level to another, etc., etc. But that's all with regards to the concept of Shmiya. Because what's Shmiya? Shmiya is that I'm going to try to use words, or you're going to read a piece of Hasidis, a piece of a Maimer, a piece of, uh, of, of a Gemara, a piece of a Taisvus, and you're going to have to use your mind to try to figure out what is trying to be communicated here. Right? In other words, I saw an example from Rabbi Gopin. If you're inside a house, it's totally dark, and you hear that there's noise outside, right, and certain things that are taking place, you can make an assumption of what's happening. Oh, it's probably daytime and people are going to work and, you know, like, like here, right? You hear the, the, the building. They're putting up this building next door, right, to us. So you hear, like all of a sudden, you hear the different uh, machines being used in order to build this building. So even if I was totally with a blindfold and I didn't have any idea of what day it was or what time it was and everything like that, I would make the connection that because I'm hearing this uh, work take place outside, that it must be during the daytime, and they're working on the building, and, they're, and I'm using a few different points together. I'm, I'm adding different things that I, am, I understand with my mind to come up with a conclusion. Now compare that to a person that's standing outside with his eyes wide open. He doesn't need any uh, conjecture. He doesn't need any concept of, of, of understanding. He doesn't need anything to do. One plus one is equal to two. He just sees it with his own two eyes. That's it. There's no, there's no assumption. There's no, uh, there's no, he's bininous. There's no uh, trying to figure out what's going on here. There's none of that. All it is, is reality. He sees the reality. That's a different level. So as much as you could have a huge difference in terms of the minds and the mind power of all the people, when you show something to someone... <laughs> Right? A picture is worth a thousand words. They don't have to make these, so to speak, intellectual jumps from point A to point B. They just see it. That's the concept of what's going to be in the future. In the future, Mashiach is going to teach us Torah. It's going to be in the way of Re'iyah. It's going to be in the way of like all of a sudden we see what does it mean a, what does it mean B? What does it mean C? What is Taisus talking about? It's just going to be a totally different level. You can't compare. It's not a matter of, like, if I would just understand this more, I would get... No. Every piece of understanding that we have today, when we're understanding a Gemara, when we're reading, a, a, you know, the commentary, or we're listening to a Shir, or we're trying to understand a Taisus, and this one, understand, it's all within one, so to speak, stratosphere 
of understanding. Yes, yeah, some people are much more intelligent than other people, and they understand this better, and they understand that better, and they, uh, or, you know, in the different fields. Like, one person could understand this type of topic. Like, we have people that are really, you know, really well-versed in, in science or in math. And other people are, have a real hard time with that, and they understand, let's say, literature, Right, they understand the concept of how to write and what's in a poem, or that's another person has an understanding. Right, there's so many different understandings that are out there, and based on a person's brain, what they're bringing to the table is going to be different. And therefore, as much as you're going to put out there in your understanding, it's all going to be within this particular realm. However, when you're talking about a totally different way of learning now. Now it's a, you're talking about a different beast. It's a totally different story. And that's what we're saying here. Not like the learning of Torah now. Now remember Hasaga, what Hasaga is. Hasaga is an intellectual reaching, grasping towards something. I'm trying to understand what is happening here. I'm trying to understand what is written in this book. I'm trying to figure out, right? Or, for example, uh, you know, when we were in high school, we had a bunch of math problems. I'm trying to figure out how to put, right, the equations that I have here into my mind and use and use all the different patterns that I know to figure out what is the answer to this equation. That is all an effort of a hasaga. I'm trying to get it. This taisus. I don't understand. Why is this word here? It doesn't make sense to me. It throws me off completely. I'm trying to figure out why, do, why is this word? What is taisus trying to tell me with this word? I sort of got the taisus, but this word throws me off completely. It happens all the time. Because taisus is trying to give over a very deep idea in very few words. Right, as they were running away from the blows of an axe by, uh, by one of the crusaders. That's what was going on back then. It's incredible. It's marvelous. It's just unbelievable what, what they were able to accomplish. Right? But because of the, they, 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 they communicated in such a, such a way that you have to try to figure out what in the world are they saying? What are they trying to bring out? What, which Gemara are they really referencing here? But for someone on my level, I, it's very hard for me. I can't. I, I don't understand. What, what is it? What is it? What are they trying to say here? All of that is the Indian of Hasaga. I'm grasping towards something. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm using my mind. Yeah. But what the Mashiach is going to teach the, all the Yidden? He's going to show us the mahus, what this thing is, the mahu of the thing. What is this? And then all of a sudden, it's going to make total sense. It's a totally different story. Yeah? Is that clear? All right. I know we're towards the end, but I don't want to rush to the last two lines. I want, and I want to stop and give you guys a chance to do Chazara. Okay. Hatzlacha.